I love Andy Reid. I'll be the first to tell you, I think Andy Reid's a great head coach. Andy Reid is a terrific head coach. But as I take call after call, every time, you know, during this coaching carousel, we like to call it, you get a lot of Belichick hate, which I was unaware of. I don't know if it's bitter Jet fans or just, you know, you know, he was with the Giants for a long time. I know the Giants beat him uh, with Tom Brady. But it feels like Bill Belichick and his lack of success is is held against him outside of Tom Brady, is held against him at a regard that really doesn't seem to carry around Andy Reid. Now, Andy Reid had more success and more playoff appearances and more championship games. But, I mean, the choke jobs that he allowed Marcus Mariota to come down the field and beat him after having a huge lead against Tennessee. He lost, you know, huge games. He's got a huge lead to the Colts with the Chiefs and blows it. I mean, you know, with 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 Donovan McNabb and Philadelphia, he lost in every big spot. I mean, that was the moniker. He couldn't get over the hump. He was Shanahan. He couldn't win a championship. He couldn't win an NFC title game. Then he finally got there. His quarterback's throwing up in the huddle. Can't win a Super Bowl. Then he comes to Kansas City again, turns the franchise around. They start winning. But Alex Smith is there already. I mean, he won with Donovan McNabb. He won with Alex Smith. Show me another quarterback that 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 um, Bill Belichick had that is anywhere near as good as those two quarterbacks. But he's got Alex Smith, and they blow huge leads to Andrew Luck and the Colts. They blow leads to Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. Like he was the he was a choker and a guy who couldn't win the big one until, of course, the great Patrick Mahomes showed up. And to me, he's a perfect example. And they were putting up a bunch, I saw a thing on Twitter. They were putting up a bunch of clips of people's reactions to Kansas City jumping up and taking Patrick Mahomes. And it's, well, this roster, they've already, they already have Alex Smith. This roster is filled with holes. Why don't you want to fill the holes first? It doesn't matter. If you can't win with Alex Smith, why, you know, the team's just not good enough. And to take draft picks and trade them away so you could take a quarterback from the Big Ten, blah, 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 blah. blah. And you know the, the this is you know the, the they have a quarterback already and put things around him and they can win. He's proven it. Doesn't that sound familiar? It sounds like a certain New York team that thinks that a lot of the fan base thinks they have a quarterback who can win. And you got to put pieces around them, and they're not ready for a quarterback. And you have to draft this, and you have to draft that, and you have to make sure the offensive line is great. And you have to make sure this is great. And you have to make sure that is great. Quarterbacks and and again the dichotomy of the two teams too because Brock Purdy is tremendous, right? Brock Purdy's Mister Irrelevant. He comes in, he steps into this great roster, and he steps in with the, this this innovative offensive head coach. And sure, look what he can do. Look what he can do and take this great roster that they've managed to build with all these first round picks on the defensive front. They built this great offensive line. They have Debo Samuel. They have Christian McCaffrey. They got Ayuk. They've got Kittle. They've got a legitimately great defense. They've got all these pieces. They're perfect. And once you build that up, you could put a Brock Purdy back there and take them to a championship game and no further. Because ultimately when you come across, and we'll see if they can win a championship, but you tell me what's easier. Is it easier to trade up and draft the quarterback or is it easier to put together a great enough team where you can put in a Brock Purdy, who I think is better than I'm giving him credit for this specific argument, but you could put in a quarterback around a great roster and get to the Super Bowl. What do you think is easier? And then when you do that and ask yourself what's easier, ask yourself what's more successful. 
Because right now you can talk about the great roster that is the San Francisco 49ers, and they were. And they gave Patrick Mahomes all kinds of trouble in the first half. And Chase Young, who they traded for, top pick in the draft. Um, obviously, Bosa, top, you know, one of the top picks in the draft. And they were able to get after him and make life difficult for him. They scored three points in the first half. And then what happens in the second half of the game? He breaks your heart because he is a killer and he is the best player in the in the league. And to have a quarterback who's that good, who's a stud quarterback, changes who you are. It changed the Chiefs from a very nice team that could make the playoffs with Alex Smith and then blow lead after blow lead. And it changed Andy Reid from a coach who can't get over the big one and can't figure out a way to win in the playoffs and chokes away big lead after big lead and lost more NFC Championship games than you can count into one of the great head coaches in the history of the NFL. He's won three championships. He's he, If he stays over the next three or four years, he could break Shula's record. He's one of the great coaches in the history of the sport. That's, that's how much Patrick Mahomes has shaped the narrative of almost anyone who comes into contact with him. That's what a Patrick Mahomes can do. Now, is it easy to find the Patrick Mahomes of the world? Is it easy to find the Tom Brady of the world? No, it's not. But these young, great quarterbacks, it is better to have the great quarterback than to have the great roster, and the Super Bowl proved it again. And for New York Giant fans who think that they're not in position to draft a great quarterback or they're better served filling this hole and filling that hole and trying to come up with a better roster. And, you know, they have Daniel Jones, who's a proven has won a playoff game. Alex Smith won playoff games. Donovan McNabb won playoff games. They couldn't get one of the great head coaches in the NFL over the hump. And now Patrick Mahomes wins him a championship every other damn year. Like, you need the great quarterback in this league. It's a proven reg. And now you're proving that you can do it with a, a big contract, too. Like, I talk about getting the young quarterback and having him on the rookie contract and be able to spend money and put it here and put it there. Patrick Mahomes was $37 million against the cap. They had zero wide receiving core. I mean, zero. McCole Hardman, you know, was not good enough to play for the Jets, but he can catch touchdown passes with the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they, they're picking people off the scrap. It's Rice, it's Hardman, it's nobody else. Right? He's got a Hall of Fame tight end, no doubt about it, but he loses his best offensive lineman. He really has no wide receiving core. Pacheco's a late draft pick. After Edwards uh, Hilaire is not what they thought he was. That roster isn't anywhere near as good as either the Baltimore Ravens roster or the San Francisco 49ers roster. And yet, it's the great quarterback holding the trophy. And for all the, oh, you know, you could draft this. When's the last time the Giants won? When they took the first overall pick in Eli Manning. It's time to do so again for the New York Giants. Go out there and take a quarterback and change the freaking team. Filling it up with linebackers and defensive backs and offensive linemen and wide receivers, it should be nice. It doesn't change the team. It doesn't win for you the same way getting a great quarterback does.